from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Lewis, I don't know how much you've primed today's stuff to yourself yet, but I know I've definitely sent myself a Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I already have one thing arrived today, something I ordered yesterday. I've got... Love it. I've got two things. Shout out to capitalism. Um, I've got, I've got two things uh, coming in the mail tomorrow. Uh, and I, I I still have, I have some gift cards from Amazon that are like in my account. Nice. And so I'm gonna go in and check to see if there are any like new lightning deals or anything like that going on. Do it. Um, Prime Days, man. What a what a weird world we live in, Dennis Cox. You know, I've always been wondering uh, at what point. <laughs> at what point? All right, so we're already seeing it. <laughs> We're already seeing it in the sense of I'm Target has their circle week. Uh-huh. I even got emails. Big Lots has got sales and stuff going on. It's just like, at what point does this, at some point in the year, does this become like just discount days? They're just going to call it discount days and just everywhere's discounts. Late stage capitalism, man. I, I, I was not sure where you were going to go with that when you were when you were bringing it up for a second, but um, we, we live in quite a fascinating world, man. We that's, do. That's that's all I got to say about that. That we do, and it's a lot of fun. That's Luis Fernandez, Dennis Cox here with you this afternoon on 99.9 The Fan. At 3.30 today, so the ESPYs are tonight, but at 3.30 today, we're giving out our own fan awards, the fannies. We're having the fannies at 3.30 today. It's going to be a lot of fun. But the off season generally is an opportunity for us to – Really look ahead to what's upcoming, right? What's yes. coming up this this fall, uh, winter time, whatever it might be. So Duke basketball today had a media availability. Lewis, they did. John Shire, Kyle Filipowski, Jeremy Roach, I think Ryan, Ryan Young, Young, Mark Mitchell, Mark Mitchell. Quite a few guys spoke to the media today, and it was an opportunity for us to really see what things might look like going into year two for John Shire as a head coach, and and but. From what we heard from Tyrese Proctor said on the Brotherhood podcast earlier this week, from what we heard today, looks like what we're going to see on the floor in terms of style of play, Lewis, is going to be vastly different than what we saw them last season. Yeah, that's that's very interesting to me because they're going to have to change things up, right? So much, I think, of what Duke was. And Shire even mentioned, and we're going to hear from him in just a second, but Shire even mentioned that you know they kind of had to play with, with what they had. There were certain styles of play they had to really embrace. More of that mucking up, I believe, is the phrase that he uses uh, to specifically describe it. And so that team is going to continue to evolve, especially with the players that they have coming back and what they are so good in. Um, and so I, I want to get started here with the sound from John Shire. You know, the players, as they get older, they learn lessons. Yeah. And, and so do head coaches. Going from year one to year two, what exactly did, did Shire learn? As I reflect on last year, one, I think I'm a much better coach. You know, there's things, no matter how much you prepare until you go through it, you you learn. And that's like I was being alongside Coach K for all those years. He would learn, you know, even in year 38 or whatever it may be. And so for me, uh, that's the first thing. I learned a lot. I think you, you always learn uh, what preferences you have, you know, whether it be how we play offense, how we play defense. Uh, but more importantly, being in tough spots. Like, we can do this. And... You know, I think back to last year and some of the games we've been in, uh, some of the wins, some of the setbacks. Uh, I'm just proud of the program, but also our coaching staff for just 
keeping our heads down and continuing to work. Uh, confidence. Yeah. You know, is is what you hear there. And and not not to say that that John Shire was ever not confident, but there's just this feeling that you have when you get a chance to do something mm-hmm. more than once, right? That's just that's just oh, life. Yeah. I know for me, speaking from personal experience as someone who coached collegiate sports for nine total seasons, there were things I was still learning in my ninth year coaching than what I did my first year. I mean, you're just you're still learning stuff as you go along. So experience just comes with time. So this is where kind of the comparison of people are getting in because we saw with North Carolina this last season with the second year under Hubert Davis failed to meet expectations. I mean, even their own. All right, let's be honest. You go to a national championship game, you bring four starters back, your expectation is to get back there. At the, at the very least, you need to make the NCAA tournament. Sure. This is There is no denying any of that. So, yeah, they, they fell well below expectations. So, okay, well, what is the expectation for Duke this season? The expectation is for under a second-year head coach with Shire with – Three freshmen, three guys returning that were freshmen last season. So Proctor, Filipowski, Mitchell, Jeremy Roach coming back, guys like Granderson, Ryan Young, some of these other guys. There's about seven, eight guys that are coming back off last year's roster. And then you add in one of the top recruiting classes in the country. You're supplementing your roster with that too. Okay, the expectation is you got to round two of the NCAA tournament. Sweet 16, Elite Eight, that's the expectation. You should be contending for an ACC championship in the regular season and postseason. That's the, that's the expectation for this upcoming season. But now it leads into, well, how is this team going to look on the floor with head coach John Shire under, in year two? And Shire talked about how on the floor, in terms of their style of play, like you mentioned earlier, Lewis, is going to be different. We feel we can be more of an explosive team in transition. You know, we have really good guard play and uh, very mobile bigs. But, you know, sharing the ball is going to be a key thing. It can't be about individual stats. I think we can be a team that has different leading scores. Uh, But sharing the ball, playing fast, playing with space, uh, we weren't able to do that as much last year. We had to kind of muck it out a little bit. You know, we had to really beat you up on the boards and protect our rim. And, again, protecting our rim this year is important. We have to do it a different way, though. Uh, But next year's team, I think the spacing, the scoring – uh, driving, and then of course making the right reads because you have you have shooting around you. So hopefully that opens up space for a flip, for a mark, for our guards to get in there and uh, to draw some attention. So this is where I think the the evolution and growth of Tyrese Proctor is going to play a big role in this. Massive, yes, absolutely. So we saw early in the season, still learning the ropes last season, but when. We saw him actually be the primary ball handler late in the season. We saw Jeremy Roach open things up for him. And if they want to get up and down the floor in transition, now you have two guys that can facilitate the basketball in transition between Proctor and Roach. And I think that's going to be a key thing for them offensively. If you do want to play a faster faster pace, if guys like Filipowski, if he's healthy with his hip uh, after his hip surgery this offseason, we'll get into that in a sec. But... Mitchell, these other guys running the floor with them, having two capable facilitators of the basketball is going to be vastly important if you want to play that style. Yeah, and and I think Kyle Filipowski, I think we can, like as you mentioned, he had hip surgery and he he has said that he feels wonderful and is continuing and progressing very well after that hip surgery. Um, But Tyrese Proctor. Yeah. Like, I think he is going to truly be the, the very dangerous uh, component of this team, the way we saw him progress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
I, remember, he's supposed to be a freshman this year. Yeah, exactly. He's got he had he yeah. had so much youth, and the way he matured and grew over the course of the season was marvelous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I love stats. I'm a big numbers guy, and when I hear uh, Shire. When I hear Filipowski, when I hear Proctor talking about one thing over and over again, it's what jumps out to me, and it's pace of play. Yeah. He, you know, Shire mentioned he they like to muck it up a little bit. They really leaned on their strong defensive presence. Derek Lively was, uh, uh, he he ascended that defensive presence a little mm-hmm. bit. The way he played, it was it was marvelous to watch. Marvelous twice in like two minutes. Look at that. Look at you. Um, but their pacing, I think, suffered for that a bit. You look at their their pacing here. I'm going to the, um, let's see, some of the, the analytics websites we got over here. Let's see, where did they but, go? But part of that, as you find that, Lewis, I yeah. know part of that is also is that Lively wasn't healthy early in the season. True. Tariq Whitehead wasn't healthy early in the season. So some of that stuff they might have, and also Proctor developing. True. So they weren't able probably to do that in year one. Their, their adjusted Shire. tempo, by the way, uh, just under 65 possessions per game, which is nearly... 300th in the country. Oh, wow. So they were a slow, slow team. They depended on offensive rebounding for points. They were uh, 35.9%. Up. They rebounded. They had 35.9% of the offensive rebound opportunities available, which was top 10 mm-hmm. in the country. And so now you're looking at a team that is going to have better spacing because as great as Derek Lively was off, uh, defensively, offensively, it was a bit of a black hole. So that hurts the spacing a little bit. So you're going to have more opportunities for players to drive. Uh, you're going to have more opportunities for you know drive and kick type op- uh, shots. You're going to have a lot probably better shooting is something that Shire alluded to as well. So that team, I think its identity is going to be completely different than it was last year, which is going to be really, I think, fun from a college basketball perspective to watch. How do they grow? How do they develop? This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, so the Jets have hard knocks. Congratulations. Congratulations, Aaron Rodgers. There we we we've met our quota. In terms of number of mentions of the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers for the rest of this month. It's been met. We're good to go. <laughs> Moving on from that. But who do the Carolina Panthers have week one of the preseason? The New York Jets. At home. Whoa. Okay, so here's the thing, Louis Fernandez. This is why hard knocks, I think, is going to be interesting for us as Carolina Panthers fans because of a couple reasons. Mm-hmm. One... We're going to get a little bit behind-the-scenes stuff from the practice, the, the joint practices that the, the Jets and the Panthers are going to have leading up to that first preseason game. We're going to see highlights from a different angle of that first preseason game, the interactions that the Jets and the, and the Panthers are going to have together. We're going to see some of that. Sure, it's going to be Jets-focused, but we're going to see some of that. But also, Lewis, it's going to be the first time that we are going to actually see Bryce Young throw against another team. Now it's in the joint practices. It's going to be pretty controlled. But then obviously he'll play in that first preseason game as well because he's a rookie that needs the reps, Lewis. But this is going to be us as Panthers fans. This is going to be the episode for us to tune into to watch. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it because, again, we're going to get – again, it's not going to be focused on the Panthers, but we're going to see more insight to this than what we're normally going to get to out of the 
the preseason. So I, I don't think the Panthers are going to need any more motivation, if you will, than usual. It, it's still it's going to be very early on in the training camp process. It's going to be a new season. You've got a new head coach. If you don't have motivation, you know, in that situation, there's doing? there's a problem. But it's just those little things that can serve as a way to win the day, if you will. If I may put on my uh, my coaching, yes. Gosh, you know, hat. Win the day. I'm so I'm so thankful. I don't have to say that anymore. My my Vince Lombardi fedora. Um, you know, I, I think that it's those little things that are going to ultimately make that team better. And getting mm-hmm. the opportunity to compete against the team that a lot of people think are, is going to be a favorite in the AFC, I, I think that's still a little bit early to, to be saying that kind of thing. But, you know, a team that's going to be supposedly competing in the AFC, it's going to be a great opportunity for the Panthers. It's a way to get the notoriety that comes with something like Hard Knocks without actually having to have the cameras around all the time. Um, I, I think it's a win-win for the Panthers, especially because um, those those early uh, joint practices that you have in the NFL, they always get a little spicy, a little chippy. Yeah. And, and so with the cameras on, I'm sure there's a chance that could turn it up even more um, because it seems like that with the type of teams that these both are mm-hmm. uh, defensive minded um not afraid to rough it up a little bit. I think that you're going to naturally get that. The Jets are going to be very protective of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you're going to have the Panthers being very protective of Bryce Young. I think it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to see these two go at it. I'm most looking forward to see just the progress of Bryce Young. Sure. And, again, this is our first chance to see that. And, you know, if we're, we're going to see day of – we're going to hear about if there's a dust-up and all that kind of stuff. But we're really going to get like audio because players are going to be mic'd up or things along those lines. We're, we're going to get more of that. But here's the thing. Because it is hard knocks is going to be there. It's also the first opportunity for national media and the national folks to see Aaron Rodgers throw against an opponent in a Jets uniform. Yes, it's under joint practices. But, you know, all the national media is going to be there because – it's Rodgers, Jets, there's hard knocks. But also, again, it's the first time the number one overall pick is going to be competing yeah. against somebody else. Again, controlled environment. But the immediate attention is going to be insane. Yeah. That f- that week of August leading up to August 12th. The media attention in Charlotte is going to be nuts. And I can't remember the last time the Carolina Panthers had that kind of attention in the preseason. No, it's been a while, and I think too, it's like I, I'm. I it takes me to like you know when NFL Network, ESPN, whatever it might be, they'll put together those like graphics of like the Ian Rappaports of the world, like going from training camp to training yes. camp, right? And so like that's a day that I'm sure they're gonna have circled because of all that is there. Yeah. Even even like if you want to you know get a little cynical about it, oh why would people care about the Panthers? You you have the number one overall pick. Yeah, you have Bryce Young, you have a former Heisman Trophy winner, mm-hmm. getting ready to compete. New generation quarterbacks versus old generation quarterbacks. There is a lot of storylines that I think can go from there. So I, that's that's pretty exciting. Um, I, I we were talking about this earlier. I think that if the Jets are already starting to complain and have been saying, oh, we don't want to, you know, get the hard knocks because it's a distraction and blah blah blah. I think if if your team gets distracted by having hard knocks, I think that's more of a. Uh, it's a more of a bad look against you than mm-hmm. say against Hard Knocks. It's not Hard Knocks's fault. They're just there. They're talking to people. If if you have an issue talking about your feelings throughout the course of a training camp, that's on you. That's not on Hard Knocks. And so 
You already I, have cameras around you 24-7 anyway. You, you know why? Because your team already does it too. Yeah, I mean, the Panthers, I mean, you're talking about wanting inside scoop. The mm-hmm. Panthers have, what is it, the Panthers blueprint right now, the yeah, YouTube they have, like, series they YouTube have. YouTube series going yeah. on. Yeah, so uh, all, all of these teams are doing that kind of thing. It's important for the teams. But I, So I think it's, if you want to have kind of the best of both worlds, I think that's what the Panthers are getting in this situation. Also, you mentioned uh, today it was a, on Netflix that quarterback yeah. documentary. Yeah. Follows, it was Patrick Mahomes and Kirk Cousins. Marcus Mariota. And Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I have zero interest in that. I see. I have zero interest in that. I do. No thanks. I'm I, good. I, so, um, I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes, right? You're getting behind the scenes. Yeah. You're getting this, this exclusive Patrick Mahomes content. Who A guy who, when he retires, is going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game of football. He's, he's on that projection. He's I, I, I mean, I'm still, I'm in the camp that if Patrick Mahomes retired today, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Um, mm. But I, so I'm, I'm excited just for that alone. Uh, also, Kirk Cousins and what, how that Viking season went last year. If you remember, it was so up and down. Uh, they had a, that crazy stretch of games where they were just winning everything by the you know the skin of their like teeth. Two, three points. And and I think Kirk Cousins, his place in the NFL as a whole is very fascinating. Um, so I'm excited to see that perspective. And also, like, even okay, Marcus Mariota. Okay, like mm-hmm. they. It, it, but from the trailers, it looks like they're gonna have that one. Um, uh, the Panthers game where not not the DJ Moore Panthers game, but the Panthers game where the Falcons lost on Thursday night. Oh yeah, where he kind of like had that interception slash half interception where he's being sacked. Yeah. They're gonna have that, and he's another one who you know a former number one overall pick, no number two pick because it was him and Jameis. Even his career path and what he's going through, I think, is fascinating. So I, you give me that, give me that content. I'm gonna eat it up. Feed, okay. feed me, I, feed me, I, Mama Bird. I will let you eat all that up, mm. sir. I'll let you enjoy every. Okay, there's that. Uh, I don't know how to react to that sound <laughs> you just made. I don't know how to react to it. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.